What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Brand podcast. Super happy that you decided to join us because I am fired up today. And to be quite honest with you, I have not been this fired up in a long time. Uh, And what I mean is this whole Etsy thing that uh, we've been playing around with. And I kind of got to kick myself because, uh, well, you know, I probably should have focused on this a little while back, but I kind of turned my, uh, well, I turned my head to it because number one, I was like, well, you know, it doesn't really have that much traffic, does it? You know, it's just for people selling crafts or, you know, just handmade stuff like legitimate, like handmade. And I have since found out that I was wrong. That marketplace has really opened up. And uh, yes, you still have to create custom stuff, right? But there's a huge opportunity to do just that, but do it in a way that you can create print-on-demand items that aren't just t-shirts and mugs and things like that. But today, what I'm gonna share with you is, again, another reason why this has just got me fired up is recently my wife, and if you guys missed the episode of me talking about my wife's Etsy shop and how I've kind of came on board now to help her get it to six figures and uh, and beyond, and uh, it's a little bit of a challenge that I've given myself. So if you didn't listen to that episode, you might want to uh, kind of give you a little bit of the backstory. But uh, what we ended up doing was creating a product and launching it in 24 hours and getting sales and now getting steady sales. And what this episode is going to do is walk you through the three steps that allowed us to make that happen. Also talk about Etsy in general. Like, is it a, is it a marketplace that you would even, even want to, uh, to be on or sell on? Is it one that your niche would even allow you to sell on? Um, so those are some also, those are some things I also talk about. So this way here, you can decide for yourself, but you might want to listen in because if you have any, any curiosity, or if you've been thinking to yourself, like, man, should I go over there and give that platform a try? Listen in on this episode. You decide for yourself, but I am convinced right now for this brand, it's definitely a great idea. And it's one that we're going to be really drilling into and and starting to go down that path, which we've already done. And the results so far have been really, really awesome. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. So I'm going to stop talking so you can listen in. Oh, before I do though, If you want to come on over and hang out with us inside the Rock Your Brand Facebook group, that's where we stream these live, by the way, every Wednesday, head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash group, and you can join over there, and uh, you can hang out with us, the cool kids. Well, that's what they say, but uh, come on over and join us. We'd love to have you. So like I said, guys, I'm going to stop talking so you can listen in, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Today, we are going to be sharing what I uh, titled this as the fastest way to create and sell products that I've ever seen. And the reason why I'm saying that, I know it sounds kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know, hypey or whatever, uh, but it's true uh, because I've been doing this a long time. I've, I've been at this a very long time. Uh, I mean, if you want to say how long have I been self-employed over 20 years, how long have I been selling online? I think we're approaching 15 years, uh, sold everything from uh, wooden bridges was one of my first things to some digital products, some digital templates. Like I sold a bunch of stuff. I've done a lot of things. And uh, Etsy just really has never gotten my attention. And uh, Chris, I looked it up. Etsy's been around for 17 years. 
That's insane. And the way that I always thought of Etsy was it's a place where you just have handmade goods, which that's how it kind of launched. Kind of like Amazon with books. That's how it launched, right? And then Etsy has kind of evolved a little bit. Now they allow digital products. Now they allow, now they allow print on demand, but it still is a more, I want to say it's a personalized or a custom. It's not where you're just going to take uh, something, uh, you know, a bowling ball and sell it, right? Like you're just not going to be able to do that unless you've created the bowling ball in your shop, right? Uh, which I don't think that that's going to happen, but you, you really, uh, you have to understand that this platform is really built for a specific audience type and it may and may not work for you. So we'll talk a little bit about that as we, as we move through this, but Really, this, what I'm going to share with you guys here today is, is something that uh, we just recently did. And again, it was just like, oh my gosh, like this is just so much easier than, uh, you know, years ago when we would source a product from China, then we would get every, you know, make sure we got the samples back. Then we would have to order it. Then when we would order it, it'd be tied up for six to eight weeks. Then we'd either get it air freighted or we'd have to, you know, get it, uh, you know, shipped over by sea and that. So it could take three to five months before you ever land your product. And then you're ordering a bunch. And then from there, we got to launch it and hopefully it sells. And then we have a thousand units sitting in a warehouse. This, what I'm talking about here, like literally we came up with an idea. I'll walk you through how I actually did it and how we kind of put all this together, how I came up with the idea and then had my wife create it. And then in 24 hours, launched it, had a sale and then actually in six hours had a sale and then in 24 hours had three sales. And now we're consistently selling between two and, and three per day right now since launching that just a week ago, right? So that's the thing that's gotten me excited because that's just one product. And this product actually will go on to do a lot for this holiday season, which is again, something we'll talk about. Like, who is this for? What are the best times? Uh, does your market even lend itself to, to selling on this platform? Um, so that's really what we're going to be digging into, right? So Chris, anything that you want to say about that before we dig in and I'll kind of go through the process of what kind of happened here? I think the the thing I wanted to talk about here, Scott, and this, this is going to be a little bit of a rant and a little bit of a, a conversation with you before we jump in is, you know, to me, the thing that you just touched on that I think is the the biggest hurdle in the e-com world. And, and one of the reasons, quite honestly, that you decided you were burnt out and took a step back is the chicken and the egg problem, right? Yeah. You have to have inventory to make sales. You have to have sales to buy inventory, right? Uh, you you constantly feel like you're putting money into the business to, to bring in inventory. And I think this method, especially with something like Etsy, uh, allows us to pull ourselves out of that. So we get to start, at least start the process, right? And, and start to build an e-commerce brand without having to put in $5,000. Yeah. The added benefit of this, right, it, it solves that chicken or egg problem because it doesn't matter if you have the capital, because if you're using something like Etsy and you have a couple minutes, it, th this method will cost you 20 cents, right? Because essentially you're just putting up the listing and the, the only fee associated with this is 20 cents. Um, and at the end of the day, it then lets you start to expand this out. Uh, the, the question that I had for this, and it's just something that you you just said is, you know, this is going to do us really well in the holiday season. So the question that I would be asking uh, is, you know, does this method work outside of seasonal products? Like, is this something I could use to launch a product any time of the year or and see that type of, of rapid success? Or uh, is this more towards like a seasonal bent and then I'm going to have to come back and kind of fill in gaps? Does that make sense? Yeah, no. And this is a great point. 
And this is something that I definitely want to dig into. And I'm glad that you brought that up because people think that, uh, you know, Etsy may just be for crafters, right? That's all it's for, which that's kind of, you know, kind of how it started. Like people do sell a lot of like yarn and beads and, you know, things like that clips and, you know, stuff to make bracelets, like all that stuff, like some of the top brands, that's what they're selling. But what I have realized is yes, Etsy is great for holidays. Okay. It's great for holidays. Number one, people want to buy stuff for themselves. So if you have a holiday coming up, like we do like Christmas or even the fall, we did really well in the fall, uh, you know, Halloween or just fall decor in general, Thanksgiving. And then you have Christmas, right? And then you have Valentine's day and then you, you know, you have spring and you have all of these things, but you also have maybe seasons or maybe events in your own industry, right? Maybe you're in the wedding industry and then you're going to find out that maybe in the spring is your hotter months, but it doesn't mean that it's going to drop off completely. Although it could, if your brand only specifically targets one holiday. So if you only sell Christmas ornaments, yeah, it's probably going to be a challenge. You're not going to sell many in July right? It's just probably not going to happen. But to your point, Chris, uh, there are certain brands that are going in niches that are going to do better that can offer gifts or gift ideas. It's it really, and I've, I've been noticing this more and more and more. It is definitely a gift giving platform, right? If you have something that could be gifted 100%, it's, it's going to be a great platform for you to look into. Okay. Definitely 100% without a doubt. If you have something that is just going to maybe solve a problem, it's, it's weird because problem solving products do really well, but not necessarily on this platform, at least that I haven't seen so far. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I, I saw someone selling uh, a little contraption for over top of your GoPro, right? So they, they rigged up this little shade that would go over top of it because if anybody's used a GoPro outside filming a sporting event, like I have with my daughter with beach volleyball on 95 degree courts, it overheats because it's directly in the sun. So someone created this little shade that goes over top of it and they do really well on Etsy. That is a handmade product because someone created it out of certain parts. Actually, one guy made it out of a Frisbee and made this bolt on system and things, right? So he sells them for like 30 bucks. But is that a gift-giving thing? No, it solves a problem. But I would say a majority is gift-giving, um, you know, special occasions, things like that. It's definitely going to do better. Also, I would say a niche-specific. So if you're going after, you know, a wide-open market and you're just like, I'm just going to go out and just create T-shirts, right? Like that's a big thing that people start with. They're going to do T-shirts. We started selling t-shirts. And then very soon after that said, we're not going to make that our main thing. We'll add it as some inventory to kind of fill in, but ours is not going to be t-shirts because everyone does t-shirts and how many t-shirts do you really need with a certain funny saying, right? Um, so anyway, Chris, you were going to say I, something. I, I think I have seven t-shirts and they all have something to do with TAS uh, or <laughs> right. brand creators or rock your brand, right? It's, it's one of our shirts just because they were such nice quality. I yeah. think the the thing for me, right, and the the reason, and quite honestly, guys, this is the the mistake that we made along the way, is we got bogged down in saying, okay, this has to be our entire business, and we don't want to, we don't want a seasonal business, we don't want right. something that is going to be. And I think when we ran the numbers last week, Scott, what did we say? It was like sixty five percent Q four for this brand last year. I mean, I could I could pull up the graph and look, but that that sounds about right to me, right? Yeah, and. 
we don't want that as the business. And the, the mistake that we made was kind of twofold. We said, oh, you know, it's kind of seasonal stuff. And so we don't want that to be where we focus. And, oh, it's kind of like a gifty, crafty site. And we want to sell uh, drain cleaners, right. right? Like the things that pull the hair out of drains or whatever. And that, that's not going to sell on Etsy. And I think the, the thing that a lot of people overlook, and it all comes back to having a niche, right? Which is the rant that you and I go on all the time. Whether you want to build an e-commerce business, a content-focused business, a hybrid between those two, right? Whatever it is that you're doing, you have to know and own your niche. And if you do that, if you know who you serve and you don't just say, we are a, we're a cup company, right? We sell cups. Well, pick a niche inside of that, right? Tea drinkers, coffee drinkers, cold beverage drinkers, whatever, right? That's who you serve. If you're able to do that, if you're able to niche down, you will be able to find a way to take this method that we're about to talk about and apply it to your business. So kind of regardless of where you fall in on the spectrum, there is a way to tie this in. And I think one of the things that people overlook is this, this does not have to be the long-term plan for you, but this is a very good way to bring in revenue and customers in your niche in a very short amount of time. And I think, I I think you touched on something a minute ago that I wanted to repeat and I'm, I'm sure it'll come up again. But run me through those sales numbers again. So we, we posted a product, right? And this is, guys, this is a seasonal product, but that's, yep. that can be part of your strategy. It's right? well, but Chris, it's a seasonal item, but we're in October. The time of recording this is October. And if you would say that this thing is for uh, Christmas, someone would buy it, you would think closer to Christmas, like even like a month. Right, like sometime Christmas. after Halloween, probably. Exactly. Like, I don't know when they have a Christmas tree. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So- um, yes, it, it's, it's something that is for, and, and I would say too, if you have a brand that you could create stuff for the holidays, then that makes it even more of a little bit of an advantage for you because now you have this, you have this stuff that you can just push, right? It was funny, Chris, God's honest truth. I was sitting here this morning. I wrote an email. I was out in the other room, right? And, um, I, I wrote it at the kitchen table and I sent it out to this brand that we've been building an email list. Guys, if you guys are new to the, you know, to the podcast or to the rock your brand, we build lists in almost every brand that we're going to be selling products. Um, actually we do in any, any brand that we do with selling products, we're, we're going to build a list. If we're doing it just as a content play, we may not. Um, but in this brand we did. So I sent out an email and I'm not even kidding you. Five minutes later, I heard my wife's ka-ching go off on her phone and I go, and I mentioned the product. I go, did you sell one? And she's like, yeah. And I go, well, that was an email I just sent. So it was literally typed it five minutes. It was still sending. And I heard ka-ching and I'm like, that's beautiful. I wish I could have recorded that. That would have been amazing. Um, but these are things that I'm able to talk about now because we're leading into the season. Right. But the one thing I want people to understand is the barrier to entry is so freaking low. Like we can have a product up and pay zero really only 20 cents to list it. And that gives you three months to test it. Right. Um, but I'll, I'll go through like how you don't just randomly pick either. Right. You, you want to have like an idea of what's selling and, and all of that stuff. So we'll kind of get into that. But my point is when we're able to have this, this opportunity to be able to test products rapidly, like fast, uh, it opens up the opportunity to say, you know what, let's test five of these and see what happens. And actually I've got a video that I'm working on that I'm going to be posting uh, about how we launched 30 products in 30 days and, you know, to kind of give the results on that. And why would you do that on Etsy and all that stuff? There's a whole, a whole strategy behind it, but 
we were able to do it. My wife was able to do 30 products, okay, in 30 days. Like that's unheard of, okay, to be able to do. And I'm not talking digital products. Digital is even easier, right? These are like designed items that are going to be printed on various items, right? Various items. Um, so just keep that in mind. Like it just opens up the opportunity and the barrier to entry is very, very low. Although you still have to be smart about it. You still have to do some research. You still have to do some good optimization, the basic stuff. Um, so guys, if you want to, if you want me to dig deeper in this, I want to see how, if you guys are as excited as I am, say I in the comments or yes in the comments. And, uh, while I take a sip of coffee here and Chris, you're going to say something, but Guys, let us yeah, know. Yeah, I was just excited. gonna frame this while you were taking that sip of coffee, right? And I think the we we touched on the the niche stuff. And I, as you guys are coming into this method, the two things I want you to have kind of in the back of your head is how can I make this work for my niche? So the very first thing is right. What is your niche? If you don't have that defined, this process becomes a lot harder, right? Yes. If you need help with that, let us know in the comments. We can point you in the right direction. We have tons of resources on that. Thing number two would be yes. Some of the examples that we're going to be talking about are seasonal for Christmas. But guess what? There's holidays and there's events all year round that you and your niche are interested in, right? So if you're listening to this in March or you say, hey, you know, my niche doesn't lend itself to Christmas because it's about going to the beach. Well, that's okay. You can still use this same methodology. Just think about how it would play in April, right? Right. And if you have something that sells all year round, think about how you could do this four times a year, to play into those different events, into those different holidays. And then you can worry about moving towards the evergreen, more of the evergreen yep. stuff once you've gotten some of this under your belt. Because the, the skills you learned here uh, will just kind of roll into the evergreen stuff. And the, the thing I like about having a little bit of seasonality, Scott, is you get the reward a little bit faster, mm-hmm. right? Because there is some urgency there. Yep. So. I wanted to give those two caveats. And, and with that, if you want to jump in. Let's yeah. And the other thing I want to say here too is, is like, like we're not saying, I, I don't want people to think that I'm saying build your brand on Etsy. I'm not saying that at all. Now, if you're listening and you're like, you know what? Uh, I just want to make some side money and just start a little Etsy shop. That's totally cool. You can do that. That's the cool thing too. There's like no barrier to entry there. It's like super easy to get that up and running. Um, but I'm not saying to just build your business on this platform. And that leads me to also being able to test products that are already selling. And then the ones that sell, guess what we do with them? We move those over to our, to our own e-commerce shop, like Shopify or WooCommerce, like we're doing right now. We're in the process of doing that right now as we speak. So instead of bringing over a hundred different SKUs, we may only bring over 20, right? And we get to test them. And then we get to see what works, what doesn't work. And then we can just archive them inside of our Etsy shop. We can bring them back to life if we want to. We just archive them. We won't be paying for them anymore, right? 20 cents to list them, okay? Now, yes, you pay fees if you sell them and all of that stuff. If you're running ads and all that stuff, you're going to pay. But we're talking like getting a product created and getting it up there. If you're doing the design work yourself, costs you nothing. If you hire it out to do some design work, which my wife had a a few items done, she doesn't do it so much anymore, but she had a few items that she created. She needed some elements and she hired those on Fiverr. I think she paid 75 bucks, right? To have one thing done and then now that thing's selling, right? Repeat, right? Like it's just like over and over and over again. So it's like kind of like buying the product once and then selling it and not having to pay, uh, you know, additionally after you have it. So, um, all right. Let's let's dig in. Uh, Chris, did we get a bunch of people that are excited? I know we got a, a full house here today, but yeah. We got a bunch of, of yeses. We got an I and yes 
so if you're ready to jump in, I'm ready yep. to jump in and, Let's and do it. chat through this method. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to be sharing with you guys, three steps. Okay. Three steps, how we created and launched a new product in 24 hours and made sales and continue to make sales on that product. So step number one, and this is, it's so funny, Chris, it, it comes total full circle. And in anything that I do, if we're talking about Amazon, if we're talking about eBay, if we're talking about Etsy, we need to, number one, we need to get product ideas, but we need to make sure that they're selling, right? The one thing, and I, I've been kind of hanging out into some Etsy communities and stuff, and I can hear people complaining, like, I don't know why my sales aren't there, right? I'm not getting that much traffic. They think it's SEO. But what we don't know is, is there any search traffic anyway? Is there more than 25 visits a day, right? Like you're, you're wondering why you're not selling anything, but you're only getting 20 people searching for that thing across to whoever else is selling it as well. So we need to go back to the basics here. And again, this is what I've learned from years and years of doing this. When I was selling a lot on Amazon, I was using Jungle Scout. Well, now you can do product research and there is a tool and I'll mention that here in a second, but the very first thing that I did, I'll walk you through it. The very first thing that I did is I used Etsy, not as the selling platform, but as my research tool. See, Amazon does the same thing. eBay does the same thing. Google does the same thing. Etsy does the same thing. When I type a search, I start typing. It starts to auto-populate what is the what they think that I am going to be typing because of other searches, popular searches that have been done in their database. They're trying to make it easy so I don't even have to type, right? So what I did was I typed in our keyword, the, the main primary keyword. So if it was hunting, let's say it was hunting, I would have typed in hunting and then automatically it's going to say hunting gifts, right? Hunting for men, hunting for women, hunting whatever, right? So then what I did is I went a level deeper and I said, okay, let, I know Christmas is coming up. Let me type in hunting Christmas and see what comes up. So I started typing Christmas and immediately came up ornaments and stockings. So again, if you're in a niche like this, that someone's an avid hunter, they might want to get their own stocking that is about hunting, right? Or maybe their wife is going to get it for them to have a stocking about their passion, right? Um, so that's all that I did. And then I saw that and I go, okay, I can stop there if I want to, uh, but let me go ahead and use a research tool because there are research tools out there. Well, there's not really any research tools like this one. There's a lot of ones out there that will do keyword research or SEO type research. Uh, but this one here was specifically designed uh, to just do product research, but now it's also uh, broadening out and doing keyword research and stuff. And the tool I'm talking about is called Everbee. Okay. Uh, and I, I, I know the owner and the co or the, uh, the creator of it name is Cody. Uh, and, uh, 
it's, it's funny when I was starting to get into this, probably about six months ago, I was started to explore it a little bit. Him and I were communicating because I was in his group and uh, he reached out and said, oh, I've been a podcast listener, whatever, for years. I was selling on Amazon and then I started selling Etsy and I saw Etsy was less com- you know, competitive and I started building a tool for it. Um, and that tool is a really, really useful tool because it's doing exactly, like I said, what Jungle Scout did for us on Amazon is it will allow us to see search volumes, it, not, not just search volumes, but the actual sales that were generated and not just sales that were done in the month, but sales that were done lifetime. So I can say, okay, well, it's a seasonal item right now. Maybe they only gotten five sales last month. How many did it get overall and how old is the listing? So then I can kind of reverse back some of that math and see what can I expect. Um, and oh, by the way, guys, I should probably throw this out there. Yes, I am a supporter of this tool and I use it personally. And uh, if you go through our affiliate link, you will buy us a cup of coffee, which you guys know I love my coffee. And if you want to try it for free, don't even use a credit card. You can sign up, get some searches for free. Head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash everbe. And I'll put that up on the screen there. So if you go to brandcreators.com forward slash everbe, you'll come to a page, sign up for free. And you'll be able to start using it immediately. And what it is, it's an overlay. It's a tool that kind of sits on your on your browser. So when you are inside of Etsy, it'll automatically populate over top of it. And then what happens is, is if I'm going to do it, that quick search and I'm going to see all of the different products that are displaying, I just run this thing and it shows me all of the results for that page. And then I can sort it by sales. I can sort it by uh, how long it's been selling, uh, how many it sold last month and all of that stuff. And so that allowed me to go, okay, you know what? And it's funny. I found this one, which was built for Christmas. And I'm, I found this one that was doing, I think 20 sales right now. And I'm like, holy crap. And so I said to my wife, I literally yelled out to her. I said, I, we got to start making these right. And then not, not even exaggerating within 24 hours, she had a, her first design done And then from there had the listing up probably a few hours later. And then six hours later, we had our first sale. And then the next morning wasn't even a full 24 hours, had another two sales. And now that still right now to this day, we're averaging about two to three sales per day. And that's going to increase because we're just, we're not even into that season yet. Right. And so that was the process for finding the product and then validating it. And that's the big thing I want you guys to understand. If you are wanting to launch products, you really do need to do that little bit of research, which doesn't take that long. All right. You can basically do exactly uh, what I just said. You can look and see products. You can look at a store, see how many sales that store has had. You can even go to that store and then evaluate all that store's products and sort by their top selling products. And then you get more ideas. And that's really how we've done it. Now, we didn't go out and copy that thing. We just know that that type of item is selling. So then my wife created a design that was going to match our brand, but also that's going to serve that same search, right? And they may like ours better because of our design. That's the difference between years ago, you'd find a garlic press is selling on Amazon and then you create a better garlic press, but really it still just presses garlic, right? It's hard to make that different uh, unless you have something completely unique that is needed. And then you can say that yours is so much better. But what we're talking about a lot of times on Etsy is style, is design, uh, quality definitely, but also a lot of times it's just finding the right 
the right design, but not even just the design, but it could, could be the saying. It could be, you know, it could be a cute saying that you have depending on your market, but it's finding that angle, right? And then from there, creating that, that item that goes on that product that is being searched for. And that's really all that we did there. So that was step one, okay, was doing that product research, okay? And again, if you want to test drive that, Yes, you will buy us a cup of coffee. Uh, you can go on over to brandcreators.com forward slash everbe. Totally free to try. And uh, it's a great tool. I'm a huge fan of it. And uh, and I know I know Cody personally, but I also know that he is uh, always going to be looking at how to make this even better. Um, it's pretty fast, but he's always talking about how to make it even better. They just added a keyword a research component to it, which is pretty cool. You can actually look at your um, your competitors' tags and and things like that, and it shows you the search volume and all that stuff. So it's a pretty pretty cool, pretty pretty cool tool. I would definitely recommend it. So the second thing in this process, like I said already, my wife went and designed it, but people think like they got to have like this fancy uh, you know skills, or you got to have these fancy uh, you know tools. Uh, well, my wife is pretty good at design. She's got a good eye. But I think she would also agree she never would say that she's good at tools or software, okay? Um, if anything, she's always afraid of it. So Photoshop, years ago, I taught her everything she really needed to know for what she needed to do. But now it's like, well, wait a minute, this Canva thing seems to be, you know, pretty popular. It seems pretty easy. And I could see it had, you know, really good potential um, for doing what we needed it to do. So she taught herself Canva. And that's pretty much how she does 95% of her stuff, right? Just through Canva, which is like 10 bucks a month, hundred bucks a year, something like that um, for the pro. And I mean, you get, you get access to their library of royalty-free images, artwork, all different things, right? Their, their tools, all of that stuff. Um, so that was it. Like that's the creation process, right? Yes, she has the design. She has the eye for it. She's pretty good at creating things, but Putting it together, she would probably agree that that's not her strong suit, but she's figured it out. Um, and I got to be honest, like she didn't really come to me and say, hey, can you help me figure this out? She kind of did it all on her own, which I give her credit for. Um, now, recently, uh, I told her, I said, listen, if you got, if you need something that's going to make it so you don't have to waste three hours figuring something out, just ask me. I might have the solution. I don't know. I might be able to figure it out. Um, so just recently, she asked me to do something, just a slight little tweak. I showed her. It was pretty simple, but she just needed to know how to do it. And now she knows how to do it. So super easy. Canva, I would say if you're going to create any artwork yourself, give that a try. Um, and then step three was creating the Etsy listing, which guys, super easy. Like Etsy is probably one of the simplest platforms I've ever I've ever used. It's a little clunky in certain areas. Like they don't give you a lot, which actually makes it easy because you don't have a lot of choices. So it makes it easy. Um, but creating the listing it comes down to the basic SEO stuff. And I'm not an SEO expert on Etsy at all, but from what I've gathered so far, it's pretty much following the same rules that we've always used. Number one, we need a good title, okay? We need to have a keyword that's being searched for, a product that's being searched for, and we need to have a really good title, okay? Basic, okay? Number two, we need good images, right? If you have crappy images, it's not gonna represent your product well, right? Something that's gonna grab the attention, okay? So images. Tags, they allow you to put tags in there. Although they do tell you tags are really not going to help you get found uh, necessarily. It'll help in your store, but it won't help you get found. Although why not add them? Um, and then your description. 
to create a really good description that's going to explain what the product is, who it's for, what it does, and uh, and you know maybe a little bit about the process if you have a process for it for ordering, um, and that's it. Like that is literally the SEO cheat code. It's like you know create a good title, have really good images put your tags in there, fill out your description and fill out anything else in that listing that pertains to it. If you can put in there that there's a certain material and it asks you, Hey, what is the material? And you're like, Oh, it's cotton. Put that in there, right? Anything you can do to give that listing information for Etsy to know who it's for, what it's for and what it includes is only going to help you. All right. And then one little side thing is when you do that as well, when you add those, those elements to the listing, it's also going to make your Etsy ads perform better. Because when people see it in their search, they're going to see the the image and want to click on it. They're going to see the title and want to click on it. So those are things that are also going to help your Etsy ads if you decide to run them, um, which we do, by the way. Um, So that's pretty much the process. Step one, we did the product research, okay? Step two, we created it, right, using Canva. And then, you know, we used, yes, we used a, uh, you know, a, uh, or Printify, which is basically the print on demand service that we use, right? So if you're using print on demand, there's other ones out there, but Printify is pretty well known and it allows you to connect to manufacturers that will do the print on demand on various products, not just t-shirts. Um, and so obviously you create that, you upload it into there because you have to be able to, it's kind of like you're creating your inventory, but you don't have to pay for it until you sell it, which is pretty cool. Um, and then the third thing is, is just creating a really good optimized listing that people are going to enjoy. And they're going to, and you're going to fill out all of the images you're going to put. And if you can put a video in there, put a video in there, like they give you all of those options. Why not? you know, use all of those. And that's basically it. That is the process that we did that ended up making sales. Uh, and we're continuing to do that. Like right now, uh, my wife is constantly adding new products. Like I said, we added 30 products in 30 days and we're probably going to do close to that or more coming up this next month. I mean, she's, she's really just hunkering down because she knows that fourth quarter is going to be big because last year it was big. It's going to be even bigger. Um, and I think Chris, we, we looked and I think our our numbers are like 300% more than last year. It's just insane because we weren't really focusing on it last year, right? It was like a side project, but now we're really starting to put email behind it. We're starting to put a little more ad money behind it within Etsy and we're putting out more products. So you have more, more lines in the water, if you will. So uh, yeah, that's it. Chris, any questions that we got there or anything you wanted to add to that before we, before we wrap up here? Uh, two things. One, can you recap those three steps for us really fast? Sure. Uh, and then can uh, you let some of the people in the chat know how long Everbee is free for if they go through our link and buy us a cup of coffee? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So let's go through the three steps. Number one, step one is product research. Okay. And the way that we did that, there's, there's two different steps here that I did. Number one, I went into the Etsy search bar and I just typed in our niche and then I put Christmas there and I let it auto populate. But if we're not in Christmas, let's say that we're in Valentine's and I would put Valentine, I'd put something in there that was an indicator that would help me go a little bit deeper. Now, if you're doing this all year round, maybe it's like you just put in hunting and see what is the top hunting searches, the top five, right? Then from there, I will take that and I will want to see what products are coming up for that. And that's where I will run ever be. Okay. So once I click on hunting Christmas stocking, right? I'll click on it. It'll populate the, the, the first set of results. And then from there, I will run ever be on that page. And then I will sort it by top sales uh, for the month and also top sales for the year or for the, for lifetime. 
and I'll also see how long it's been listed. Um, and then the cool thing is on that too, just a little, just a little side note is while you're there on that listing, I can literally click open another tab it right inside of that listing and it'll show me all their tags, which is pretty cool. You can't see that openly if you just go to the listing, which is pretty cool. Um, and as far as to get access to Everbee, like I said, it's brandcreators.com forward slash Everbee. There is no credit card required. So the way that he does that is he allows you to do 10 searches, okay? 10 searches, uh, and two scans, or I'm sorry, 10 scans. Um, and then after that, you will have to wait for that to renew and to reset, which I believe is every 30 days. So you get 10 free searches. Um, the keyword tool though, I think if I recall, it's brand new. He just rolled that out. It was literally a surprise to me just the other day that this keyword thing, I think that's going to be free um, forever, I think. But I don't want to say that for sure. But I know there's going to be a free feature there that will give you a bunch of free keyword research results. Yeah, and I think, um, I think that's, that's going to be a cool thing down the road. But the important thing for people to focus on here is the easiest way to do this. Yep. Right. If you're if you're trying to find an idea and this is the yep. first step in this is just to use the autocomplete method. Yep. Right. And then dive in and go, eh, that would work. That wouldn't work. OK, that might work. Yep. Right. So after, after they found an idea, what's the next thing? That they yep. Do? After you find that idea, then we got to build off that idea. Right. We have to ask ourselves, can we create something that is going to be similar to that? Do, it, it, are there products in my Printify catalog that I can create? Right. Because, guys, I'm talking about you can do lampshades. Okay. You can do bedspreads. You can do, uh, you know, you can do, uh, all kinds of things, right? You can do, uh, uh, cups. Of course you can do bags. You can do, uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. You could do, oh, probably. And I haven't looked at these either, but you can probably do stuff for, uh, like, uh, uh, carrying totes or, or something, right? Like I saw someone the other day that was doing something for, uh, I think it was like a cat carrying tote or something like that, right? Like, so you can do more things than just uh, t-shirts. Like everyone thinks print on demand t-shirts and mugs. That's all they think about, right? That would be my filler product, right? I'd put that in there. Yeah, they have tumblers and they have things that are really cool. Not just a coffee mug. They have tumblers and water bottles and things like that. But uh, everyone's doing that, right? It's for you to go digging into that catalog after you find a product and see if you can find a supplier in there that will do the print on demand for that type of product. Um, and that's really what, what we've done. So that's it. So you want to make sure that you can do that, but also you want to create something. Um, in, in our case, it was using Canva to design it and then to create the design. Okay. And the design could be a saying, a quote, funny quote, something, right? Be careful on that though. If you're going to use any type of like popular thing, probably don't want to do that because it's probably trademarks. You want to do your due diligence on that. You don't want to put something out there. And I've seen people try to do that for Harry Potter and things like that. Like you don't want to put NFL teams or anything like that. That's a good way to get your account shut down just like anything. So just use some common sense there. Um, and the step three is just creating that Etsy listing. Okay. Basic SEO. You want good title, good images, good tags, good description, and that's it. And then if it was me, I'd take five bucks and I'd run my uh, Etsy pay-per-click. I'd get that thing page one, day one, right? And that's it. That's what I would do. So yeah, so brandcreators.com forward slash Everbee. Free trial there if you want to do it. It's not even a trial. It's like every every uh, 10 searches, I think it is. You get, you get 10 searches. Um, and then if you want to upgrade, you can. Um, and that's it. It's, it's really good. It's a, it's a good tool. So step and, one is find the idea, Yeah. right? And the, the way that we're suggesting to do that, and there's kind of two steps to this, is 
use the autocomplete method. And then you do want to do a little bit of sales validation, right? Whether that's just going into the store and sorting by most popular, right? Because yep. they, don't, they don't give you the exact number. But if you use that method, what you're going to get out of that is you're going to say, okay, this store had 2,000 sales. If I sort by most popular, I know that whatever shows up first is the thing that they sold the most of, right? Yep. And what shows up last is the thing that they've showed the least of. Or you can use Everbeat to get an estimate there. Right. Yep. Step two would then be actually creating and coming up with the idea. So the like step two A would be coming up with your angle, your take, whether that's putting it on a pillow instead of a t-shirt, whatever. Right. Yep. Or uh, I guess, and, and so step two B would then be actually having that design created. You can do this yourself. It's very easy to do in Canva, or uh, you can go someplace like Fiverr uh, and, and have people totally. create it there. Yep. And then step three would be take that and create an optimized listing. Right. Yep. And the, the basics there are tell them what they're going to get. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's essentially all that we have to do. Uh, we're going to put exactly what it is in the title. We're going to put exactly what it is in the description. What's it made of? All of those kinds of things. Just write a decent product description. Yep. And that's going to get you 90% of the way there. And let me add one more thing. This is a bonus tip. And we didn't do this with that product that sold within 24 uh, hours. We didn't, we didn't have time to. Um, my next step in this whole thing is sending an email to my list to let them know about the product that's being released, right? If you want to use a coupon code, you can do a coupon code inside of Etsy. And so what you could do is take your email list, let them know that you just released something, and then you go ahead and you announce it and you give them a, a little discount or you offer free shipping or something like that. And then that gives you a reason to email them. And it'll also get some sales in the door on Etsy. And then Etsy, just like all the other platforms, want you to get sales or want a product to get sales. The more sales it will get, the more it will bring it up in the rankings. And then you'll start to get more organic traffic. So we just want to inject some sales as quick as possible because that will also help us start ranking organically faster. Um, and that's what you, what you really want to do. So if you have the email list, that's what I would recommend. Uh, if you already have an e-commerce store, people are like, well, why would I do that? Well, that's why, because we want to drive the traffic there even temporarily just to give it a little bit of a boost. Um, and then we can get some of those organic rankings inside of Etsy. Um, but yeah, so this is, uh, this is good guys. Do me a favor. Was this valuable? Drop in the comments. If this was valuable, if you if you thought that this was valuable, if this, if this gave you some things to think about or to implement, Really want to know. Uh, and also, is this something that you want us to continue to share with you as far as like our journey, as far as growing, you know, our own personal brand, but then also uh, tracking some of the other people that we know that are building these brands. Uh, I've got my ex uh, business partner that we just met up. We're actually going to meet this week, I think, for coffee. I'm going to dig in a little bit deeper, but uh, she's the one that got my wife introduced to this about two years ago. And it was just like a little side thing just for my, my wife to get some of that creative, uh, you know, outlet going, you know, for she could kind of get that creativeness out um, and, um, you know, figured, you know, what she might make 10, 15,000 for the year, ended up doing 20. Uh, but she's one that introduced her to her, but she's going to do over 200 grand this year uh, in, in just Etsy. Not, it's not even counting her, uh, her Shopify store. And then uh, another little funny little tidbit here. Um, I was on a, I was on a call or I was actually, um, I wasn't on the call. I was going to jump on the call. It was uh, one of our private clients who um, I didn't realize was selling on Etsy. So I reached out to her and I said, Hey, I, I think you're selling on Etsy. Are you? And she goes, Oh yeah. You know, I have been now for a few years. And uh, she sent me over a screenshot and she's, she's done over like 90,000 in the last uh, nine months. So it's like that's year to date. So she's going to do over a hundred 
Um, and that's just a side, she does about $2 million a year in sales. So she's, uh, you know, this is just like a little bit of what's coming in, but she did it because it's another channel. Why not? Right. Uh, so yeah. So I, if you guys want us to share more on this, let us know in the comments. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you can always reach out to us, uh, support at brandcreators.com or just me personally, Scott at brandcreators.com. And let us know if, if this is something that you guys want us to dig into more. Uh, we are going down this road, going down this path. So we'll have a lot to share if you do. Uh, and, uh, I'm pretty excited about this because I think it's something that has not, it's not been utilized. It really hasn't. And I think people just don't look at it as a great channel because the traffic isn't as much as Amazon, although it's, you know, it's probably going to hit over a hundred million, uh, you know, this year. So it's, it's got a lot of people on there. I think we might want to, we, we might want to pay attention to it. Uh, Chris, any other questions? Uh, we had a couple, and let's do them kind of rapid fire. We had a bunch of people saying, yes, let's share more of this. Heather wanted to know, can you sell in Canada through Etsy.com or do you sell it through Etsy.ca? Uh, and then yeah. if if you do, do you need different suppliers to avoid taxes? Heather, piece of financial advice. Never say avoid taxes. That's right. bad. You're not allowed yeah. to avoid taxes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. word you're looking for is mitigate. You can mitigate or minimize taxes, but you cannot yeah. avoid taxes. Yes. That's, a, that's a trigger word for the IRS. Um we do a, a small portion of our sales comes from Canada um, and we just ship cross border when that happens. But, you know, if, if you want to, if you see that that becomes a thing, then I would put a little bit more of a focus on Etsy.ca, but most people are going to go to Etsy.com anyway. And I, I think they have a shared database. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is there is like the only thing that you would want to do because you can sell, you know, worldwide, but you, uh, you just want to look at your shipping. Because the shipping is going to be the big, the big thing. Um, and then they would have to select shipping for their country. And then, so that's going to be up to you, but yes, they do give you the option to do that. Um, the other question I saw in here was, oh, Tracy, uh, do you open a new shop for each niche or do you just add your shop and have a hodgepodge of gifts? No, I would, that that's what I do see people doing. Now, again, if this is just hobby little side hustle and you want to create like a brand that's an umbrella brand uh and just put a whole bunch of different products in there you can totally do that there's nothing wrong with that but we're always looking at it like this is going to assist our brand right like we're building this to be in line with our brand right so if we're talking about hunting and uh outdoorsman type stuff we're going to keep that there we're not going to then jump over to something completely out in left field right um, so I would keep it, um, tight or tighter. So at least you can, you can do that. Um, but there's nothing saying that you can't do that. Um, I wouldn't say create, you know, three or four different Etsy shops with different niches because that's just going to get messy. Um, so I personally wouldn't do it, but you can, but I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, uh, I, I would say start with one, right? Don't, yes. don't get excited by the opportunity and, and end up in a bunch of different places. Cause and Scott and I were literally having this conversation before we got on to record this yeah. about all of the opportunities uh, that we're seeing to even reuse some of the stuff we've done in the past yep. in different niches. Yep. And we we have that pool as well. Uh, and Tracy says, okay, so start with one theme. Yes, yep. just start with one. Uh, and then if you can get that to a place where it's like on autopilot or something, then start uh, another one if, if you're so inclined. The one thing I would just, I, I would leave you with on this, Tracy, and anyone listening is you also always want to think about what could that same customer buy, 
buy something else of, right? Like how can we sell more to that one person? Because what a lot of people don't realize, and I'm finding this in the Etsy community is where still, and it's no one's fault. They're just not educated on marketing and, and kind of how like the value of a customer works. But if I run Etsy ads and I only sell one item, it might not be as profitable, but if they add two or three products to it, which we just had one this morning, uh, my wife had told me like someone came in from an ad, bought this one thing and they bought two other things. And you know, it took the average cart from like $25 up to about $85. We had one yesterday. It was like a $105 order from, but if we didn't have those additional products that assisted those, those people in that, and then we wouldn't have had that. So I always like to try to fill more, uh, that that customer might want. Right. Um, so that's kind of what I, what I always look at and try to try to think of just so that way there, when we're growing the business, we know that we have more opportunities for that person to buy something now and in the future. All right, cool. So yeah, that is going to wrap this up. This was awesome. Uh, again, let us know in the comments if you found this valuable. A lot of you said yes, 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 yes. Uh, but just let us know in the comments. If you're watching this on the replay, let us know. We still want to hear from you. And if you want us to go deeper and if you want us to share more, like I said, like I, we, we just launched 30 products in 30 days and I'm looking at the data. Do you guys want us to kind of report back on that? Do you want us to, to discuss that? Uh, because that's what we can do. Because we're always testing things now. Like we're rapidly testing things. And uh, and the more that I get involved in this community and stuff, I'm starting to learn more about, uh, you know, the platform and how to utilize it and just all of that stuff. So if you guys want more info on this, definitely let us know. And uh, if you have any questions, drop them in the comments too. That'll help us know what you're, what you're uh, stuck on. Um, all right, guys, that is it. Oh, and again, another little shout out here for Everbee. Yes, I am an affiliate. Yes, I am saying that if you want to research products, you should probably go check it out. Uh, it's free and there's no credit card required to test it and try it. And you can do 10 scans uh, for free. So there's no reason not to check it out. So brandcreators.com forward slash Everbee. And uh, it's a great, great product. I stand behind it because it works. And uh, it definitely gives you that little bit of confidence that can say, you know what? Okay, at least I can see that this is sold before, right? And that's really, really important. So check it out. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, take care, take action, have an awesome, amazing day. And we will see you right back here on the next episode. Now go on out there and get them. Take care, guys. Oh, and one last thing, if you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener, like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable, five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship, if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. 
So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people. And it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.